0: I said, are you ready for the Survivor Series? One, Who will survive? Two,
1: three. Means nothing. nothing. means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm
0: talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather
1: not be in. But the cream Give you a show like you have never ever seen before. Why? Because I can
0: Hi, got everybody here we go with your Survivor Series report. The battleground, Chicago, the event, the Survivor Series, the Thanksgiving night tradition on Thursday, November the 23rd, 8 p.m. Eastern start. And folks, you can be part of it on a pay-per-view basis. Be early. Get those telephone calls in to your local cable system for the ultimate in team competition this Thanksgiving, the Survivor Series. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 34 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas. And back with me is... Eric Sanchez. What's up, Eric? Oh, not much. Haven't been here in a while. You haven't been here, but you've seen me. I have seen you. Yeah, we've done some stuff. We uh, went to the stuff. Rise Wrestling Show and, and all that. I was out of town for work, and I did an interview with Ring Skirts, the awesome collector guy at Ring Skirts on Twitter. But we're back with a fun show this week. That's right. With Survivor Series coming up. Be appropriate to do a Survivor series theme show. We'll get into that topic in a second. But as always, follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. It's where a lot of the inspiration from this came from, a lot of the feedback and stuff from our listeners and the Twitter followers for this show. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us a note or audio comment or question. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, etc. And as always, support the show, whatamaneuver.net. Pick up the t-shirt. I never complained online. I was thinking about having you design a new one. Not sure yet. Like I was thinking of just like a basic like wrestling ring or something. Yeah, something people might wear. We'll see. Well, let me know. You know, we've already we've sold a whopping like six t shirts, so you know the demand's there. <laughs> well, I, I, I designed
1: uh, um, I designed one. It was, it was just uh, a yeah, yeah. possibly pro wrestling, but
0: you didn't use it. So. No, no, we'll see. <laughs> we'll so get I'm through. not
1: going to go out of my way and design something
0: <laughs> until <laughs> you ask me. Until I ask you to. Yeah. Uh, so today's show. Uh just as an FYI, guys, it's going to be a retrospective look back at the 1989 WWF Survivor Series. So, for once, the intro to our show, our little jingle, are you ready for the Survivor Series? Yeah. will we'll be appropriate for this week's show. <laughs> thanks to all the feedback we got on Twitter from you guys, from Greetings from Allotown, Ring Skirts, uh, Sammy Cassell, or Castle, Cassell, we never got his name right, uh, who else was on that thread? Uh, P.J., Darth Vader, I think Mark Crusoe's in that thread. I'm probably forgetting some people, but those are just a handful of the guys in the thread. So yeah. if I forgot, sorry, guys. Because one time I tried to go through my phone on the show to find, like, tweets, and Lauren was like, just have them ready before, and it's so annoying. Listen, you try to go through stuff, so we're not going to do anymore. Sorry <laughs> if I left you out. Call me out if I left you out on Twitter, at PPW PPWPodcast. Um, well,
1: when you were doing the show and you stopped to look? Yeah. Like Man, I'm just like, annoyed by that. <laughs> I guess.
0: Imagine how you feel sitting here you're, okay, I don't with I don't you're okay with it i don't mind we we each watch this show uh we'll get into it in a, in a second here first i want to talk about really quick we went to an indie wrestling show over the weekend or last weekend it was yeah the rise wrestling show and rise is basically the feeder system to shimmer mm-hmm. which is the pretty much independent scene for women wrestlers in the world is where a lot of people have come from and are going to and, and to get there uh there was some crossover on this show some of the shimmer stars were at the rise show uh, this was the Burman Eagles Club. It was pretty much sold out. I mean, there's maybe a couple seats open, maybe a few general admission. Yeah. Nice little little crowd there inside the Burman Eagles Club. Uh, the main event was a, like, it was a, or, they swerved us a little bit. So it was originally supposed to be like a fatal five-way elimination gauntlet type match. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart's the rise of Phoenix champion, and she was defending against, uh, it was... Zoe Sky, but she was known as Dust in the Shimmer World uh, yeah. because she's got a, uh, something going on with Rosemary. Uh, Delilah Doom was originally supposed to be in it, but she came out at the beginning of the show uh, and cut a good, pretty decent promo, pretty good promo, had meat going, yeah. about uh, having a wrist injury. So she you know, she heard it during the training earlier today mm-hmm. and she couldn't wrestle and she was super bummed, et cetera. Uh, who else is in that? Uh, Deanna Prazo yep. and Kikio. Yep. Uh, it was elimination style match. It was it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. I like, and, oh, Britt Baker, I think was in it. Too. Yeah, yeah. And what was cool? or Was it Tessa? No, Tessa Blanchard was the co-main event. Yeah. Tell. Yeah, she was in the co-main event. Uh, what was cool? So during the match, you know, there's a, there's a storyline going on throughout the show about Rosemary kind of taking over the Rise mm-hmm. company and infesting and stuff like that. And it's kind of a long storyline. And at the beginning of the show, there was like an audio recording of Rosemary kind of doing like an evil laugh and saying we're taking over, blah blah blah. Yeah. So her protege, who's Dust, who's been on the show before, Angel Dust, also known as at Zoe Sky on Twitter, she came out, got herself automatically disqualified by hitting people with a chair and a bat, <laughs> and then just took everybody out. So her goal was just to take everybody out. And so then, she's doing the bidding of just you know beating the shit out of people. Right for Rosemary. Yeah. yeah. And no then, intention to win. No, and then uh, who was the? What was, I keep. I'm sorry. I feel so bad. The last girl in there before uh, the, Diana. Yes. So Prada. she's in. Yes. she's in there. You know, because she eliminated Chutsey Blackheart after Dust hits her with the bat and yeah. everything. So we got a new champion, right? All of a sudden, a lot of Dooms music hits, and she comes out struggling. Like I got a, goosebumps when she came out. That was awesome. Shoves <laughs> a piece of paper in uh, the the commissioner, Kevin's face, says, I'm signing away my rights. And they had a good little, like, five-minute false finish match. Yeah. Uh, Delilah Doom ends up winning the championship, ends the show, and then they tease the next rise show, which is, I'm kind of bummed it's not in Chicago. I wish I could go to L.A. Yeah, it's in L.A. <laughs> it's a cage match. Yeah. Delilah Doom versus Rosemary in a cage. Yeah. Like, that's for the title. It's pretty... Pretty bad. I don't think they could fit a cage in the Berwyn Eagles no, Club. No, no, no. Uh, but it looks, looks pretty fun. Uh, but there was also a lot of undercard stuff, guys. Uh, Kylie Ray's a kind of up-and-coming girl. She's almost like the Pokemon outfit. Yeah, she had Smiley a, Kylie. Yeah, she had a big big fan base. Uh, Thunder Rosa was there. She had a big fan base. So lots of lots of fun there. There's a family in front of us of like five, and this one girl was like, one, and like, she probably shouldn't be here. She fell asleep. Yeah. I got a video, and I posted it on Twitter, of Delilah winning the championship. Mm-hmm. And this little girl in front of me like went apeshit, but the guy in front of her was furious. No, this is bullshit. <laughs> he was so angry.
1: He was so angry. He walked out. He had the, the worst look on his face. He was so mad. <laughs> Check
0: it out on Twitter, guys. Uh, just go back to my timeline. You'll see the little 10-second clip.
1: When, um, what, what's her name? Delilah, yes. <laughs> when she won, I got the three. Like I jumped out. I'm yeah. looking around. Like not a lot of people had like, got up and like started cheering. Uh huh. But they were cheering from their seats. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was Yay! just surprised. I, I was one of a few that actually got up. <laughs>
0: uh, and then she had a pretty good weekend too. Her and uh, she was also known as Blue Pants in yeah, WWE. Bates. Yes, Love of Bates. They won the Shimmer Women's Tag Titles. Yeah, you the- know their tag team name. Like Totally Tubular or something? Yeah, yeah. 4 <laughs>
1: Totally Tubular tag team. And
0: I loved, so there, there's two nights of shimmer, and the second night they dressed up as Bill and Ted. from yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Yeah, that was cool. Um, lots of stuff to check out, guys. Check out your local indie wrestling shows and they're there. That's the bottom line. We paid 10 bucks a ticket, had lots of fun, had some bad beer, and, you know, all that other stuff. Get yourself a, a Slim Jim. <laughs> there's a, a curtain bonus that kept falling, and it was a long show, too. I was surprised it went so long.
1: Yeah, I think the first one we went to might have been like six matches. This yeah. one felt like there
0: were ten. Yeah. Because
1: right around 10.30, I thought they were doing the main. Yeah. And it's the main didn't start till after 11.
0: No. Uh, bottom line, guys, check out your local indie wrestling and follow your local indie wrestlers. Interact with them on Twitter. They're a lot of fun, and it's cool to get to know somebody before they're going to get big. And there's a handful of girls mm-hmm. that we saw that I'm like, all right, I can see you pretty soon if you wanted to. You know, if, or if they wanted, you can go to Ring of Honor, to NXT, to WWE, to wherever. There's a handful of girls you can tell that are, like, better than the yeah. rest of them right now. And they've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into today's show. Thanksgiving is coming up next week. We've got the Thanksgiving tradition of the Survivor Series. And I just randomly picked. I've got the VHS tape, and tape in front of me here. And uh, it's bringing back memories of heading to the video store and renting this one. It's got the classic yellow... You know, yellow, bright as a... It sticks out like a sword. Stands out. Say, hey, that's the one I want to get. Uh, Survivor Series 89. (laughs) It's called the third annual, the top 10 teams, 40 top WWF superstars. And on the cover is the Hulkamaniacs, which is Hulk Hogan, and Demolition, and Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, And this actually took place on Thanksgiving night. In? uh, In Chicago. in Chicago but they kept calling it on the pay-per-view Suburban Chicago Rosemont Illinois, cuz it yeah, is. Right. That's where the, it's it's now the All State Arena guys so if you ever see there in Chicago that's where they always are. Oh, you got your Finn Balor <laughs> ringtone going off there? <laughs> yeah, sorry about no, that. No, it's okay. Uh yes, in Da-da, Chicago. <laughs>
1: that was terrible. <laughs> it,
0: it was a packed house. It took place Thanksgiving Day, November 23rd 1989. Packed house of 15,294. It looked pretty packed there. Uh, this this year and the next year, or the last year, it was actually on Thanksgiving, because in 91, it went to Thanksgiving Eve, and I believe 92, they started going to the Sunday before or Sunday yeah. after Thanksgiving for paper. Please.
1: I remember ordering the 91.
0: The Hogan Taker.
1: Yeah, like I ordered that one, because I started getting into it around 1990, around that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'm glad we saw, the, or glad you mentioned this one, because I did rent it when I was a teen. So it's been a while since I've seen it, but... I like the Survivor Series where all it was were team matches like that, like four on four mm-hmm. or five on five. So it was it was good. I to hear watch.
0: a lot of people complaining about that now. like, why are there more teams? it's basically because it happens every week. And you this stuff like this in '89, like you got to realize these matches aren't happening on TV every week. Like you don't get these like quote unquote dream matchups. Like I have yeah. a few notes I'll talk about, but. There's a point where you get Bret Hart versus Macho Man, like, one-on-one in the ring. Like, that's bananas, like, especially right. in 89. Yeah. It's just, we might as well get started with well, these. There are some
1: matches I look at, I'm like, did they did they ever have a match before? And the Bret Hart was the king, or Macho King, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best. I'm like, I yeah. don't know if they've ever had a match before. Right. So I looked online, and they had something on Saturday Night's Main Event, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it was before this, but during the time where I was watching, I never saw those two.
0: Touch- yeah. And then uh, you know you got the million dollar team, which was <laughs> Zeus. So let's 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 let's, <laughs> let's, here, let's I'm I, I'm going to bounce all over the place. I'm going to try to stay like on a bit of a track here because there's all so right. much talk about with this show. So I'll start with renting this. Like the the first time I saw this, obviously I rented the tape. Was that you? Like you you went. This was like one you went back and saw at the video. Oh yeah, I t- had to go back and watch it because I didn't. Yeah, this was one where it would. St- Pretty much with me, anyone where Hulk Hogan was on the cover, it mm-hmm. okay, means he's wrestling, I'm going to watch it. And this is one where I was like, oh, and I, I you flip it around, and it's got all the teams on it. And you're looking, I know that guy, I know that guy. I, know. Like, right. I think at the time when I was a you know, heyday fan, 1991, the only guy I probably wouldn't have heard of is like Ronnie Garvin, maybe. Uh, or I think that's it. I wasn't
1: that familiar with Tully Blanchard, um... The Brain Busters. Yeah, it was him. Arn, Arn I knew from WCW because, whatever, this is kind of going back two or three years mm-hmm. when I was watching, so I'd go back and look at this stuff, but Tully, I had no idea who he was.
0: Yeah. I knew who he was just because I talked about it before where my dad took me to his friend's house and we were just WCW paper oh, yeah, and yeah. the black box. That's how I knew who he was, uh-huh. just, just benefit of hindsight, you know, but everyone else I knew who they were, like Ultimate Warrior, obviously, all that stuff, uh... This show starts off with something that I don't think they're going to do this year, but it would be amazing if they did. All the wrestlers saying what they're thankful for. Yeah. I'm going to play the clip here. I'm going to insert it into the show so everyone can hear it, just in case you haven't. So here's the clip of everyone saying what they're thankful for, and then I'll say what, what were some of my highlight ones. I don't know if you had like ones you loved more than others. No, I didn't take okay. any notes on so that So stuff. Here's really quick. Here's just the all the WWF superstars saying what they're thankful for. Yo, Hulkamaniacs, it's Thanksgiving night, and this is the happiest time of year for all the maniacs, brother. You know, me and all my little Hulksters, we got a lot of things
1: to be thankful for. Number one, we're thankful for being happy and very healthy.
0: We're thankful for having time to share with our loved ones. We're also thankful that Hulkamania is still the strongest force in the universe. And after the turkey's done, after the blessings are all done, I can tell you what the Hulksters mostly happy about. It's
1: Survivor Series time and i'm thankful for my team of hulkamaniacs i'm thankful because i'm rich and you're not
0: (laughs) i'm thankful for having damien and the ddt you
1: know what we're thankful for we don't have to fight each other oh yeah i am thankful that i am the only man Worthy of being the macho king. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thankful for the privilege of living right here in the good old U.S. of A. Tough guy. I'm thankful I've got that big earthquake on my side.
0: <laughs> what I'm thankful for? For Thanksgiving? For my polka I'm thankful for the justice I serve. I'm thankful for wrestling, cutting, and strutting. I'm thankful for... My good looks
1: I'm thankful for having the most ravishing body in the WWF I'm
0: thankful because I ain't Ricky rude I am thankful for being the world's smartest man I'm thankful for being absolutely perfect yeah we're thankful for having sunny stuffing in out turkey tonight I'm thankful for spending Thanksgiving with all the members of the Heenan family.
1: Thanksgiving every day, but especially this day, as the Warriors give me the intention to deliver the pair at Survivor Series, it is going to be a war!
0: Okay, so a few things um, that stood out for me was, the million dollar hand. I'm thankful because I'm rich and you're not. Nah. <laughs> And, what is? do you remember what Dusty Rhodes was thankful for no his polka dots right? really that's so what he said he's thankful for uh, another one was Brutus he's thankful for cutting and strutting <laughs> like it was just amazing I love it uh, Roddy Piper was thankful he's not Ricky Rude he blows a kiss yeah well uh, Rick Rude said something before that right? yeah he's like so someone's ravishing oily body I don't yeah. know and, uh, the bushwhackers are going like, yo, mighties, And they almost kiss and like, look at the camera awkwardly. <laughs> like you can't really get that in the audio click. Take a look at it. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then the warrior is uh featured, I put dot, dot, dot. Cause he just goes off on some random tangent. Like, Don't do like, you know, typical warrior stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you remember any ones that stuck out specifically or just – No, I just thought it
1: was cool, and I just waited for the first match.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's let's go ahead and we'll run down the card here, and then we'll kind of break down match by match along with some uh, highlights, et cetera, because I have notes throughout that stand mm-hmm. out to me. Uh, so the, the match card here, in order, um, it's going to be – Oh, that's the actual – Oh, that's probably a little bit of feedback for everyone. Sorry, I hit my microphone. Sorry about that. A little bit of vibration. Anyway, uh, there was actually a dark match on here. Boris Zukov defeated Paul Roma. On your tape? No, that's on the Wikipedia page. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you had a uh, Dream Team
1: exclusive.
0: (laughs) The Dream Team of Dusty Rhodes, Bruce the Barber Beefcake, and Red Rooster, and Tito Santana faced off against the Enforcers, which was the Big Boss Man, Bad News Brown, Rick the Model Martel, and the Honky Talk Man. Managers Jimmy Hart and Slick on the outside. Your second match on the pay per view is the King's Court of Randy, Machu, King, Savage, Earthquake, Dino Bravo, Greg the Hammer Valentine. And they defeated the 4x4s team of Jim Duggan, Bret Hart, Ronnie Governor, and Hercules. Third match was the Hulkamaniacs, which is this is odd to me that Hulk wasn't the main event. I kind of pointed that out. Uh, Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake Roberts, Axe and Smash of Demolition versus the Million Dollar team, which is Million Dollar Man. Powers of Pain, which is the Warlord of Barbarian versus mm-hmm. Zeus. Uh, the fifth match, the Rude Brood, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, Fabulous Rougeos versus Rowdy's Roddies, or Roddy's, Roddy's Rowdy's. Roddy's, Roddy's,
1: Roddy's. <laughs> you and Ventura got that mixed up. Did we? All right. <laughs> yeah. He's we like can... Roddy's, Rowdy's Rowdy's Rodies. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be Roddy, Roddy Piper, Jimmy Snuka, and the Bushwhackers versus the Rude Brood. And then the Ultimate Warriors in the main event. Is Ultimate Warrior Jim Neidhart and the Rockers versus the Heenan family of Bobby the Brain Heenan is in the match yeah. with Andre the Giant, Haku, and Arn Anderson. And there is this is only a one, two, three, five match card on pay per view. All the matches are over at least over twenty minutes long. Yeah, so long matches, elimination style, storytelling, all that other stuff. It was a lot of fun to watch. Like, go back. I think they saved the best for last because
1: Heenan totally just made Mm -hmm. the last match so fun.
0: (laughs) That was your match. See, I think the opening match was my favorite match, I think. But it kind of ended in a bummer. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. So Dusty Rhodes' team defeats uh, the Enforcers. And I just loved everyone on that team. Like, I love Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. You know, I love Bruce the Barber Beefcake. The only one I didn't like is the Red Rooster. You know, I always hated the Redwoods. Yeah, shirt. I never really liked him.
1: But when they start doing the introductions, they kind of introduce some people under one person's music. And then, like, when they first started, uh, Bruce the Barber Beefcake's music hits. And it's so simple, but it's infectious, and I really liked it. I'm like, yeah, it's so awesome. I'm like, all right, cool. And then, you know, America. Everybody just jumps up. Uh huh. It was just fun to hear some of the different music, not just one guy, and then they all come out under him.
0: Yeah, and. Let's see what I got. Some notes I got down here. Uh, One note that I have is Rick, the model Martel is jacked to the gills. Let me notice. Like he is like super tan, just buff, like can't even like hold into his tights. Yeah. I'm like, I do not remember the model being this big. Did he look like that in strike force? I don't think so. And he definitely didn't look like that when he cut his hair. Remember when he had short hair? He was,
1: he was a little, uh, he slimmed down.
0: Yeah. I, and I love all the team names i am gonna get to that right away, but so we'll, we'll stick to this match and then I'll ask you we'll, we will decide who had the best team name of this card, okay, so any you notes know you have on this this first match here the uh the dream team wins by the way i I said that, and that they win at twenty two or what was it yeah twenty two minutes two seconds yeah, when I
1: um had the little uh Mattel figures, like I had the dream team, it was dusty and it uh-huh. <laughs> was my tag team for yeah. the dream team um What's his name? Jesse Ventura? Yeah, yeah. He dressed, he as keeps, a, dressed as a pilgrim, by yeah, the way. Jesse the Pilgrim Ventura. <laughs> Calls uh, Tito Chico. I'm sure he did that a lot, but I'm like, he come did. on. He man. always does. And he did it like five or six times in the match. And then there was a point... When uh, he accused Monsoon of eating an entire pumpkin pie. <laughs> and then Monsoon is like, oh, come on. He's like, and later added whipped cream. He's like, oh, and you, you probably added a bunch of whipped cream, I bet. <laughs> like, he's such a dick. Picking on poor gorilla poor Monsoon. Yeah. Uh, and the ending I thought was kind of funny because later on there's another beatdown. But mm-hmm. because Boss Man at the time... He's a bad guy yeah, in yeah. this match. So he's beating everybody up with his nightstick afterwards. But then later in the other match, when they do, like, the two-by-fours or <laughs> the other stuff,
0: Monsoon's all about it. <laughs> yeah, he's all about it. But what's funny is, like, they, they say something, like, I think in this match, I might have in this match, where Monsoon, or Jesse was like, you got to do whatever you can to survive. And Monsoon's like, well, that is true. And kind of, like, agrees with Jesse Ventura a little yeah. bit to being a bad guy. Um the survivors were gonna be of this of the team were Dusty and Brutus, and after the match, I mentioned kind of the bummer, you know, after the match, like Bossman beats the shit out of Dusty, Rhodes' handcuffs him, chokes him with a nightstick. Like no one comes out. Like where's the Dream Team? What are you guys right. doing? Come on, yeah. help them. <clears throat> so that that was just I'm assuming to build the feud going forward, and it was. I think they had a few matches, and that's where Dusty would wear a cop hat and all that stuff. Right. So it, it's it's. It made sense, but, after, you know, in retrospect, that's kind of a bummer. Why would you do that? So let's go ahead now. he was mad. I mean, <laughs> mad I he lost. Let's rank the best team name, okay? So here's all the team names. The Hulkamaniacs, the Million Dollar Team, the Ultimate Warriors, Heenan's Family, Rowdies. Damn it, i do it again. <laughs> Rowdies, Rowdies, the Rude Brood, 4x4s, Kings Court, Dream Team or the Enforcers. So we can get rid of the Hulkamaniacs right away. Yeah. Warriors and the Heenan family. I mean, those are kind of... Right. Million easy. Dollar Team. Those guys are out. Those aren't really original. Right. I think it's going to come down to Roddy's Rowdies or the Rude Brood. I can like, tell you after all of these years, the only name that
1: I remembered, aside from the Hulkamaniacs and Warriors, uh-huh. like I, those are just a given, was the Rude Brood. Like I always remember that from this yeah.
0: Yeah, I think we'll give it to the Rude Brutes. congratulations, Rick (laughs) Martell, Mr. Perfect, and the Fabulous Brew Rick Rude,
1: come on. I said Rick Rude. You said Rick Martell. Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) Damn, Martell. Rick Rude's going to come out and beat your ass. Yeah. All right. second matchup here is going to be the King's Court, Macho King, Randy Savage. Against the 2x4s. Against the (laughs) 4x4s, not the 2x4s.
1: No, I know. But 4x4s never made sense to me. I'm like, why do they have... Two by fours, but they're called the four by fours. (laughs)
0: Uh, The thing that I liked about this, do you remember the pre match promo when they're all talking, going, go, go, go? Like um, the four by fours. They all all have two by fours.
1: Yeah, there's a, I don't know if you noticed, but Bret Hart is on the side. He's just like bopping around, like left foot to right foot, left foot to right foot. Like he's ready to go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think think he uh, was really comfortable, it seemed like, in there. I could be wrong, but he just didn't seem comfortable. And I think I accidentally deleted some notes. So you're gonna to to talk about this match really quickly. I found my notes on this. Oh, match. I don't really have much to
1: talk about. Nothing? All right. Oh, well, yeah. bullshit. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so there's
1: this part where I really didn't have any notes on this one. Oh, here we go. I found my notes. Okay, so good.
0: good. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for the save. <laughs> um, we talked about this before. Like we started, like you know, the mini match we have between Bret Hart and Macho King in the middle of the match. I was watching, like, holy shit, like, this is incredible. Like, early Macho King, or not early, early Bret Hart versus early Macho King. Right. Another thing that was weird was why were the Hart Foundation split up?
1: I didn't understand that. The only There's a couple was... things about this I didn't understand, like, why the Hart Foundation were split and then why some people were replaced. Like, who who was, who was else was replaced? Um, Widowmaker, whatever his, Barry Windham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be on there. Akeem was supposed to be on, and Tully was supposed to be on. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'm sure Tully got suspended. Okay. And that's part of the reason why Arn left right shortly after this. So Tully Tully was suspended for, I'm sure, steroids or something. Um, Yeah. Who replaced Akeem again? Uh, Bad News Brown. That's right. Because what's funny is on the back of this tape here, Tully's on it, and so is Akeem. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you know, this tape was released obviously way after. They're like, we're not reshooting these photos. Because all these pictures on this tape, they're in front of like a JCPenney-style like photo <laughs> backdrop, yeah, right? Right. So they're like, we're not reshooting that. That was like, 50 bucks, we're not doing that again. So that's that's kind of funny that they Even in uh, the, the,
1: the video pre-show as Vince McMahon is announcing the teams, you know, mm-hmm. he's still got Tully yeah. in there. Or the Brain Busters. Yeah,
0: that, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know why Akeem was replaced. Maybe he was hurt. I don't know. Or maybe they just needed bad news. I thought bad news made that match pretty good, too.
1: He's like, to hell with you guys, I'm out of here. <laughs>
0: The King's Court ends up winning, so uh, you end up with good guy wins team Morris first, bad guy wins team, team second. I'm sorry. I did have a note on this match. I'm going through my stuff.
1: There was a part where, um, oh, and um, Earthquake was the replacement for, I think, Wyndham.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Canadian Earthquake. Canadian Earthquake.
1: So he has Earthquake in the corner. Um, you know how... When you get somebody in the corner, you can't climb up the second rope and you start punching on their head. Mm-hmm. So as he's coming down, the ref is like, "Come on, you know, get away." And Duggan's like, "Get off my ass!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> like he's so loud when he says it. <laughs> and I like also so man <laughs> during their little pre-match promo, the four x fours, mm-hmm. like they all take their two by fours, like ready, aim, fire, like they're shooting shotguns right. or something. Yeah. I wonder how much of that Vince like improvised or Vince like produced or they just got to improvise themselves.
1: I'm sure they gave him a little leeway. One of the standouts for me was Ronnie Garvin. Like I was just super impressed with his chops, and then like the Garvin stop, which Randy Horton does now these days. But I, just, I really liked watching him. I hated Ronnie Garvin. Did you?
0: Oh, I hated him. <laughs> like he was so boring to me. And even still, like he looks like a creator wrestler. Like with the default get, he's short, and, but he had like a and fun the crew little, cut. <laughs> yeah, he had like a fun little feud with uh, Greg Valentine, I guess. But I was not a fan of him at all. Like not a fan. Yeah. But still, love that match. That might have been probably my. I mean, I think the show started off really strong, back to back, good matches. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, yeah, Duggan whacks everyone with the two by four, mm-hmm. and Gorilla Monsoon's like, "Yeah, get him, Jim," and all that stuff. And Ventura's like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought you didn't like that when Bossman did." He's like,
0: "Well, it's different. It's different because it's Duggan, yeah, who had the goofy eye at the time. He sure did." And I mentioned this on Twitter, Macho King, he was the best king that won the king the king gimmick ever oh absolutely i think owen hart probably comes in second maybe maybe king harley race but what about booker was he uh king of the ring winner he was i hated him though king booker booker with charmel and all that yeah that's probably why His I, english accent yeah i mean <laughs> i'll give him credit like he 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 like said screw it i'm all in with this Right. <laughs> he was a cool king. I liked him. Mhm. But Macho King like, had a custom crown made, had the scepter, you know, had all his his stuff. Like he, he was I mean the macho custom, king. he put macho on the front of his crown. So he was Macho King mm-hmm. from eighty nine to ninety one. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, because most of the time that lasts like a year or so and then kind of bail, but he was macho King until he had had his retirement match with the ultimate warrior. Right. People forget that he was the macho King in that match because he came out macho man attire with the cowboy hat and stuff wearing white. And people say that was foreshadowing to uh, him turning baby face, coming out in the white cowboy hat, the good guy. But Mm -hmm. that, you know, that's a long time. I didn't realize he was macho King for that long, but he was. And was it because he won a King of the Ring tournament? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He, so the King of the Ring tournament wasn't always a pay per view. Like it started being a pay per view in '93, mm-hmm. but before then, they had like it was like a house show one night tournament thing. Um, Jim Duggan was King of the Ring before, I guess. Yeah, the I remember this. Um, I forgot who it was. After I Martin. just
1: remember their King gimmicks. I don't remember a King of the Ring or that. That's what it, that it was That's how they got it.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, they they won the King of the Ring, and that's how they got their King mm-hmm. gimmick. Uh, and then. Uh, We've got a poem by the Genius after this match, which was not great. It was beautiful. No. He's had so much better ones. Like, I was kind of disappointed by this one. He rhymed a lot in his other ones. This one was just kind of just... Yeah, he's trying something different. He's going to be artsy.
1: He's going, uh, what do they call that?
0: Rogue? (laughs) Rogue? Sure. Modern? No, I can't think of the word. Freestyle? Sure. Freestyle Freestyle slam Slam poet? How has there not been a, a genius action figure from Mattel, like hall of fame legends guy not hall of fame but legends the genius you know with the cap and gown right. and, and, the, and the little scroll yeah he's yeah, a genius figure we you think a, so we got a virgil one but come on virgil they made awesome. a berserker one they did and berserker a warlord was
1: praise be the warlord <laughs> i was looking on
0: amazon there's a warlord for like seven dollars he's gonna yeah, i know he's on my amazon <laughs> wish list now i'll ask that for christmas yeah anything under 10 bucks you're I'll in especially it. with an elite oh for sure <laughs> The next matchup is what I thought would have been the main event. It's your Hulkamaniacs versus the Dream Team. Team of Hulk Hogan and Demolition and Jake the Snake yeah. versus Million Dollar Man, Zeus, and the Powers of Pain. A note I had about this match is in one match, you have two ripoffs of, Demo- of the LOD, of Road Warriors, in the same match.
1: True, yeah. <laughs> if you
0: think they're ripoffs, like Demolition, like back then, I didn't think. I didn't the Powers know of Pain are for sure. They even have similar makeup. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, little did I know, I completely forgot about this, and I definitely didn't know at the time. This was just a excuse to promo the next pay per view of Hogan versus Zeus, Hogan and Brutus versus Zeus and Macho King in a cage. Right? So they did the movie Novel's and the thing. the movie and the match. So they would play yeah. the movie on pay per view, then you get to watch the match after, like a, a deal. I thought Zeus was a legit
1: badass wrestler. Like I was afraid of Zeus. Was it his eye? I don't know. He just. It's everything about him. Like when him and Hogan start first going at it, and he can't, or Hogan can't knock him down, he can't hurt him, and Zeus is just screaming because <laughs> he, you know, he's got Jeez. no talent, just standing there. And then he gets slammed, and he gets right back up. No cells the slam. It's just a silly. But I can see why they sent him out so early because he's not a wrestler.
0: No, he's And not. he just trips the shit out
1: of Hogan and gets uh, disqualified. Mm-hmm.
0: But it keeps him strong. Going it into does. Moving the match. Yeah. Right. I One note I have, every time I watch these late 80s, mid-80s, early 90s matches, I always forget how over for Hogan was. Like, everything he does, people go nuts for. Right. Like, everything. Like, he yeah. Goes, he does, he, when he comes out, when everything he does. And this match is no exception. Everyone goes apeshit for him, and I'm like, I get more into it watching the crowd get into it. Like, I look in the crowd, there's a lot of people watching I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing, you know, type of stuff, how much everybody loves him. Uh, this was a fun match. I thought it was slow a little bit. I, that's probably because of some of the wrestlers that were in it. Like, it slowed down a bit. Yeah, well, you got a lot of big guys like Bar- Barbarian, Warlord,
1: Hogan. Uh, Jake and uh, Million Dollar Man, I thought, kind of perked it up a little bit.
0: Like, they're fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, at the end there, they kind of had Ted DiBiase look strong by, you know, fighting them off. And he eliminates Jake the Snake and then gets knocked off by Hogan, but it was, this was a fun enough match, but it does drag a little bit in the middle for me, but it's still nothing I'm going to complain about.
1: Yeah. What I thought was kind of funny, uh, throughout the match, Zeus gets dequeued DQ'd from a million dollar team. He gets DQ'd. Yeah. And then the powers of pain get DQ'd for the spike pile driver. So all of a sudden you got the referee DQing three of DiBiase's team. So yep. it's just DiBiase by himself. So after the match is over, Hogan's doing, in the middle of a pay-per-view, I don't know why, he does like a 10-minute celebration, the music is going, he's flexing, he's pointing at the crowd, you know, all this kind of stuff, showing off his championship, which usually is best served for the end of the show, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So at the end of it... (laughs) It's a good point. So (laughs) as Hogan's walking out of the ring, you know, climbing out the ropes, whatever, he kisses and, like, points to the man upstairs, and um, Gorilla Monsoon says, oh, Hogan thanks the man upstairs, because none of this is possible without him. Alluding to the fact that he's, whatever, he's great. So, the Jesse jumps in and he's like, yeah, you should thank the ref, too, because <laughs> he DQ'd the three guys. <laughs> That's why he's the sole survivor. Because <laughs> without the DQ, Jesse doesn't think Hogan could have beat him all.
0: And <laughs> Hulk's defense, I'm pretty sure this is the intermission point of the show. Yeah. Because you can kind of tell how it's cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's at this point in the intermission, we'll take a little intermission from talking about that, the specific show. So, as I was watching the show, and I was watching the people in
1: the crowd. Oh, yeah. Hold on. You're right. Yeah, because there were intermissions. I don't think they show... Remember, they used to put just put the logo on there. It was like a countdown yeah, for intermissions. Yeah, usually
0: 10 minutes or whatever. It was. Yes,
1: but they didn't do that on the <clears throat> network.
0: No. Tapes, no, they, they do. They right? The Coliseum ones, they edited out. Oh, okay. Um, on the... Uh, Maybe I'm just s- thinking of the tapes that I recorded live. <laughs> yeah, but all, also on the server... <clears throat> And the Survivor Series anthology that came out a few years back, mm-hmm. it was on, like, they showed, they didn't actually let it play for five minutes, but they showed the intermission logo when okay. it came back. So that may have been where you saw it too. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, it's fine. I'm just going to get real nostalgic here for a second. Okay. So I started looking in the crowd and, and people watching the crowd and thinking about these, like, I just started thinking, because it's in Chicago and, like, there's a good chance, like, someone who lived close to me at the time was at this show and like their family. So I'm thinking about, okay, it's Thanksgiving day, 89. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you, you're like the the kids. How do you convince like your mom and dad? Like, let's go to this wrestling show after, after dinner tonight. Like the parents that had been fans, you'd think so, but it could be like an early Christmas present. Like, were some of these kids surprised? Like, Hey, guess what? We're going to the matches. Like that's what my dad was called. We're going to the matches. And, uh, I can't, like, and like I'm thinking about, like, how their day started. Like, I went, like, deep into this. <laughs> so I was like, I wonder who played on, Thursday, on Thanksgiving football that day. There's actually a pretty uh, unique. So you're, you're just thinking about their entire day from when they yeah. wake up
1: to what they watch. They, yeah.
0: watch, they watch the little uh, the Thanksgiving parade. Yeah, maybe they watched the Macy's. I didn't go as far. I should have. I should have <laughs> looked up the parade that day and saw who the float featured were. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the- 1989, there's two games. And one of them was called the Bounty Bowl. So the Eagles beat the Cowboys twenty-seven to nothing. Mm-hmm. But after the Who game, did they play? the Cowboys. Okay. And after the game, allegations came out that the Eagles had placed a bounty on the <laughs> Cowboys kicker, and then it ended up being like a hotly contested um, rivalry for years to come. All right. So you know, someone's dad's at home having some. Uh, some beers, and I you know, just burped there, like a beer, having some beers, watching the football game, and the family's over. Like, does the whole family go to this show? Does it, like, are you do at, some, like, your aunt and uncle's house? Like, all right, got to leave. We're going. Do you tell them why you're leaving? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hey, Grandma, sorry, it's good to see you, but we got to go to a wrestling show. Where are you going? <laughs> see going, you next year. <laughs> we're going to the Horizon, as it was called in the yeah. Rosemont Horizon. The other game that day, the early game, uh, the or the... The Lions beat the Browns thirteen to ten in a real barn burner, probably. All right. So you know they, they're at home, they're watching, and then they, then they get there, and they're, they're like, "Oh, these are going to be amazing." We just see like all these like, all these people that are wrestlers that are yeah. you know huge, Can you imagine superstars. Being
1: an, an Akeem fan, and you just can't wait to see Akeem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he never shows. Yeah, or or a Tully
1: fan, like yeah. A, at the end of the night, you wait an all show to see Tully, and there's
0: Bobby. Your dad's, like, you know, the dad's like, "Oh, Tully." and the nwa i don't know why he talks like that because he's from chicago but yeah he's, he's older yeah he might be maybe maybe, maybe bring grandpa <laughs> he talks about how it was it used to be better in his day and oh, all for that sure. stuff
1: <clears throat> and then they
0: get there and you have a great time there's one kid i saw in the audience had a full macho man robe on like he made yeah. if he saw that he made it so it's like <laughs> is he making it the day of is he making it after like all these questions are going through. <laughs> I watched this. I had a few beers last night. I was watching this. And I'm like, yeah. yeah That's when you like... started going down this uh, this journey? Yes. Yes. And uh, Like, man, what would I have been doing? <laughs> you know, did someone get too drunk and miss it and, and, and like, lose their tickets? Oh, man. And there's a ton of families in the crowd. If yeah. there was Thanksgiving wrestling still, you bet your ass I'd be there after Thanksgiving. Oh, for sure. There, uh going to be a Christmas show this year everyone's pissed about. It's going to be uh, Christmas night. Monday Night Raw is going to be in Chicago. Well, they're doing Raw and SmackDown in Chicago, right? Yep, 25th and 26th. And uh, everybody's pissed, as they should be. You know, if I was the wrestlers or whatever, you know, or even like the crew. That sucks, but...
1: Show I, must go on.
0: It's it's true. You're in show business. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. And I, mean, that, I used to work at a
1: gas station. I had to work on Christmas Day when,
0: I was, little, when I was a teen. Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Spending time away from your family, family's
0: like, where is he going? He's going to work? Why is he working on a Christmas? People need gas. Shut up, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Little side tangent. I love how in the past few years everyone's bitching about retail stores. Like, oh, I can't believe they're opening on Thanksgiving. I'm like, I'm I'm protesting these stores. I'm like, did you protest all the restaurants and grocery stores that are open on Thanksgiving every year? I mm-hmm. didn't think you did. So, it's just what it is. You know, if you, if enough people don't care, then they won't be open. But enough people do care. Anyway, back to wrestling and nostalgia and all that stuff.
1: So back after the intermission. Back. We're Are we back. still on uh,
0: Nostalgic? I think we're back. Okay. We're back. And we're back. Next batch is the winner of the PPW Podcast name contest, the Rude Brood. Hey, it's the Rude Broods against the Roddies Rowdies. Yep. And this has some pre-match promo stuff with both of them. First Rude Brood's there. First thing you notice is Rick Rude's tights. Yeah. Customized, airbrushed, both teams. They
1: were always customized.
0: But this is like a one night he'd never use these again. They're like in like his kids' like basement somewhere. Like why aren't these in like the Hall of Fame or maybe they're right. in the Hall of Fame or something? Yeah, but he would do stuff like
1: that with the Warrior match and other matches he'd right. he would put their faces on. Jake's, I think, wife's face on his ass yeah. or something. Or his on his crotch. crotch.
0: So anyway, he's got the four uh-huh. on the front. And then on the back the other four with like a tombstone right. on the back, like <laughs> rest in peace. Like Undertaker yeah. foreshadowing from the year next the next mm-hmm. year. Uh they do their promos and then somebody mentioned this on Twitter about Piper's team, they go, Damn bones, damn bones, damn bones, damn bones like down the stairs. The bushwhackers yeah. have like turkey legs. Roddy's components. crazy
1: and he's got like these Neanderthal type guys who can't speak <laughs> who can't <Yeah>. speak English. <laughs> a
0: Whoosh, the right. bushwhackers are going down. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about this match: uh, besides the Rougeau brothers, everyone in this match is in the Hall WWE Hall of Fame, except for the Rougeau brothers. Right? Except for the okay. Rougeau brothers. Yep. Yeah. We'll go through after this. Anyway. Yeah, they should be in there. The Rujos' put them in this year. Why not? They're also yeah. Why not? Yeah, we'll get them. Everyone will be. Well, in a second. I we'll, thought
1: you were going to tell me why uh, Jesse Venturek had called <laughs> Snuka 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 Bar.
0: It's like, uh, Superfly Snooker. <laughs> it's, uh, this one I remembered being a lot more fun mm-hmm. when I was a kid, but it's not um, as fun as the other matches in this card. And that's probably because I loved the promo before the Dem Bones, Dem Bones, Dem Bones by Viper. Yeah. Um, the, it's like, I'm it, it, oh, sorry, I hit Siri there. Just like the other matches, it's a 20 minute match, 21 minutes. It's actually the second shortest match on the card, but only by like a few seconds or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the winners of this match is going to be... Who wins? Oh, yeah. Rude Brood wins. Sorry. Rude Brood. Rude Brood's Brood. brood. This is like the tongue twister team. Um, yeah. Perfect is the sole survivor. Soul survivor. Because he has the perfect record. And he keeps it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he keeps it going. Um, again, match I thought I remember having a lot more fun watching, but it was just just Okay. Mostly for the pre match promos and Roots tights made it for me. Yeah, there you go. But the other part I thought was kind of. I noticed a trend.
1: As a kid, I didn't notice it, but watching it again, it's like you know, when you get like the bumbling accidental punched him in the face because the other guy moved out yeah. of the way. So. Um. Rick Rude kind of goes through the ropes, and he's trying to pull himself back up by pulling the top rope. And he, and Perfect gets thrown in, and he goes over the top rope, and they start arguing with each other. Because he's like, hey, you did that on purpose. He's like, no, I didn't. I was trying to get up. And then earlier, there was the boss man accidentally punching Bad News Brown, which made Bad News Brown. like, oh, to hell with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fighting with you guys.
0: That's right. We didn't talk about it. He walked off on yeah, his team. Right.
1: But I just know, and there was some other match. I think there was a high knee to somebody. I forgot what match that was. And I wasn't going to go
0: back and try to look for it. <laughs> All right. Any other notes on this match? Um, No, I'm just glad Perfect was the sole survivor. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go through these teams and see how many Hall of Famers we got in here. On the Hulkamaniacs, Hulk and Jake are Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, Demolition should be, but they're suing the WWFs. They're not going to be in the Hall of Fame anytime soon. Million-dollar team, only Million-dollar man is in the Hall of Fame on his team. Surprisingly, Zeus didn't make it, or the powers (laughs) of fame. On the Ultimate Warriors... The Ultimore and Shawn Michaels are in the Hall of Fame, not Marginati or Jim Neidhart. On the Heenan family, Andre, Tully, and Arn are both in, because Tully and Arn are in with the Horsemen. Right. Um, Haku yeah. did not make it, so maybe he should have. Yeah, he should. Or no, he replaced Tully, so Bobby Heenan, but he's in the Hall of Fame too, so there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, Roddy's Rowdies. I said it right. Everyone's in the Hall of Fame. Snooka, Piper, Bushwhackers. Rude Brood? We talked about this already. Only the Rujo brothers are not in. So, What's his name? Rick Rude and Mr. Perfect are both in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, the 4x4s. Hexaw, Jim Duggan, and Bret Hart are in. Not Ronnie Garvin and not the Mighty Hercules. Oh, come on, Garvin. Uh, the King's <laughs> Court. Macho King is in. Dino Bravo is not in. Greg Earthquake? Val- is he in? Earthquake is not. Greg Valentine is in. And Sherry is the manager is also in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the Widowmaker is He's not in. He's not in. Barry Or No, he came in with the Hall of Fame. He went in with the oh, Horseman. yeah. yeah. Yep, so right. he's in. Yeah. The Dream- I was thinking of his gimmicks like blackjacks, no. Stalker, no. <laughs> the Dream Team, Dusty and Tito are in. Uh I do not believe the Red Rooster is in, or Brutus. I think Brutus the Barber should be in. Yeah, Cuts Brutus the
1: fucking barber, put him in.
0: And then the enforcers, Rick Martel. I don't know how he's not in the Hall of Fame. Right, uh, Big Boss Man is in. Akeem. did the One Man Gang get in? I don't think no. so. Um, and Honky Tonk Man is not in it either. Really? I think that's his own personal choice. Oh, okay. And then who replaced? And then Bad News Brown's not in the replacement either. So either way, every match on every team, at least one or two Hall of Famers in it. Pretty incredible when you think about it. There's 40 wrestlers here from 89. This is like the golden era of pro wrestling for kids. It's all highlighted right there on that one three-hour tape. Yeah. could be It could be yours, everybody. So let's get to the main event. The main event. Did you remember the Hogan main eventing? Or was it like, oh, that makes sense that Warriors in the main event? Because it was the Ultimate Warriors versus the Heenan family. Cause I always thought it was Hogan in the main event. Then I watched him I'm like, Oh, it wasn't. In the
1: main I event. really didn't remember a lot of this pay-per-view. So when I
0: watched but it, when you wa when you popped it in, were you like, Oh, that's weird. I uh, thought it was weird that Hogan was in the middle of it.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, well, who's going to end it? But then I thought it made sense
0: that warrior would, cause I think he was kind of getting hot at that time. And then the next year. Yeah. That January, he starts his push into the, yeah. into the title versus Hogan. So it makes sense. They're trying to test him out and see how he does. Um, this, as you mentioned, Bobby Heenan comes in as a replacement, and I'm sure you've got notes and stuff on Bobby Heenan. What do you I know? only
1: have a couple. Like the first time, like he does not want to get tagged in. Like when somebody goes to tag him, he points uh-huh. to the guy. He's like, tag him, tag him. Uh-huh. But he does get tagged in. He, run, I forgot who he goes. Who's on uh, Warriors team? Uh,
0: Warrior the, Rockers and Anvil. I think hard. he
1: comes in and he and Gennetti is in the ring. I could be wrong, uh-huh. but Heenan gets in so quick kicks him, Marty Gennetti punches him from his knee, punches Bobby Heenan right in the gut, and he jumps back out and tags somebody. <laughs> he, he wants no part of this fight.
0: <laughs> Bobby Heenan eliminates Marty Gennetti. In a he does later, a later,
1: but when he comes in, he's in and out so fast because he jumps
0: in, kicks, gets punched in the gut, and he tags and gets the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, I would have never thought, like, in a million years, if you asked me, has Shawn Michaels ever been in a match versus Bobby Heenan? i don't know enough, sure yeah. He was here on this tape right here. Oh, yeah, this, right. This yeah. pay-per-view event right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultimo Warrior ends up being the sole survivor. He's the happy-go-home guy and making everyone go nuts, and everybody loves him and all that. It it made sense, you know, for to, if they're going to push the Warrior as the next guy, it made sense. And I was kind of speaking of the crowd from earlier. I was trying to see if like people had left or something, but still looked pretty full. You know, I you mm-hmm. would have thought maybe after Hogan performed, everyone was ready to go, but nope, everyone was yeah. there.
1: When this match starts, there's always. Obviously, I don't remember who eliminated who. I don't remember who won. So when I saw it, I'm like, how are they going to eliminate Andre? So as soon as not even the match starts, Warrior runs down. Mm -hmm. He slides in the ring. They ring the bell. He starts clotheslining the shit out of Andre. Mm -hmm. Knocks him over the top. And then it's like back then the 10 count was like an actual 10 count now, like up to 20. Yeah. Yeah. Like one, two, three. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Andre's out. I'm like, okay,
0: I guess that's how you get Andre out. Yeah, he must have been hurting at the time too. He's like, I don't, I want to go to the. Bar. <laughs> I want to go, boss. <laughs> I want to, I want to go to the bar, boss. Right. And He's kind of Borat there. That bad impression. <laughs> so there, there you have it. The 1989 WWF Survivor Series. Five out of five stars. Five out of five. That's what I'll give it. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to give it?
1: No, I give it a five out of five. It was a lot of fun to watch, and it was just cool seeing so many of the older stars
0: like interact with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, keep in mind if you know if you're a newer fan or if you haven't seen this before, if you're going to go back and watch it, it's not you know technical superstar, excellent flip moves and chain wrestling matches. It's just good, fun storytelling matches. That's all it is. And uh, one thing we didn't talk about was the little backstage promos with. Hogan and Brutus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. That's in there
1: somewhere. Yeah. yeah.
0: So in the middle of the show, this might have been right after intermission. Hogan's in the back with Brutus and Mean Gene Okerlund talking mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, promo promo hyping up their match versus Zeus and the Macho King in a steel cage. And all of a sudden, Sherry walks in the locker room, and they were there with Mean Gene Orkerland, and Sherry says something. She throws flour in their face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And they're like, and then all of a sudden in comes Zeus and Macho can beat their shit, and Gene runs the hell out of there. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. And then, like, all the wrestlers come in to get him off, but not only the good guys, the bad guys, too, come in and try to pull Zeus off to make him seem like such a big deal. Yeah. You know, they're still doing that today with, like, Brock Lesnar and whenever he has big brawls with people, they're in Strowman, they're pulling stuff off. It's pretty awesome. Um, But that was just a little thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about it today, but that's just a... It's just a fun show top to bottom. It was an easy watch, too.
1: Yeah. It went by pretty quick because I told you, um, I guess I told a lot of people who were tagged in it, that I was going to try to watch it after... Sm- this was Tuesday we were talking about. I'm going to try to watch it after Tuesday. If not, I'll watch it at the gym Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's like 6.20. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch the first one. So I'm watching the first one. I'm like, okay, this is fun. So I'm watching the second <laughs> one. And then, you know, by the time it's maybe like 7.30, I'm like, all right, well, let me watch SmackDown because I got enough of it recorded. I can... Go through the commercials. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm going to finish watching that tonight. <laughs> so I watched the rest of it. It was, it was really cool.
0: Yeah, I did that. I that My th- my plan was to watch most of it last night and the rest of it this morning. Mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing last night. <laughs> <clears throat> so we can end the show with a little bit of our thoughts on the Survivor Series this Sunday and how it's one of the most like, star-filled cards you can think of. Yeah. You know, for current for current wrestlers and everything. It's pretty awesome. And the booking is
1: perfect. Like I love the three on three Shield uh New Day. I like yeah. the the champion versus champion, which I always felt like Clash of Champions, that's the way they should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't. And the, the Raw's the men versus the not men versus women, but the men's match and then the women's yep. match. I think it's a
0: really solid top to bottom card. I've heard some people online and, and some, you know, wrestling critics, like, bitch, like, we're supposed to just ignore the fact that these wrestlers on SmackDown normally hate each other, but they're standing right next to each other to, to attack Raw. When That's wrestling. The... But my sure. thing is, like, I've played, I play sports and have played sports on, like, the most amateur level possible. Men's mm-hmm. League, Beer League, Ice Hockey, Men's League Baseball. There's guys I've played with that I don't like. But if, if I'm, like, out there with them, like, on the ice, for example, and somebody like pushes over my player i'm going to go after the other guy cuz right. like, i don't give a fuck that that guy's like a dick to me he's still on my team like yeah. so that like i get it like it makes sense and like that's what you have to go with and plus you said it's wrestling yeah you know but anyone that's ever been on any high of team can relate to that and i think what's funny is People are like, oh, I can't buy into the SmackDown feels inferior to Raw and all that. I'm like, well, I think you can even minimize <laughs> it
1: down to brothers and sisters. Like, I might get you know, not get along with my sister. I might pick on her, but if
0: somebody else picks on her, right. like, that's my sister. Like, <laughs> I can mess with her. Like, yeah. we can fight each other, but you cannot come at us. Right. type of thing. It's that type of mentality, and and the brands are so separate now. They only see each other at the big four pay per views or the super shows, right. like house shows, like MSG or something. It makes sense that you're going to develop total, mm-hmm. tighter bonds and all that. So. Who do you think had the better beatdown, SmackDown or Raw? Yeah, me too. On SmackDown. Uh, Mostly because I loved, like, when it happened, all of a sudden, like, Angle came out. Everyone's like, and he's, like, waving. Everyone's like, oh, shit, here he comes. And And there was, like, at least, like, three or four waves of of Raw talent
1: coming out. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the women's march. They're all going in right to the And, you know, obviously, they show the doors that SmackDown Women's Live. Yeah, yeah.
0: Then they go in and beat the shit out (laughs) of (laughs) everybody. And I did, like, when they're all looking over Charlotte and Alexa Bliss came in, like, off camera and knocked her out. yeah. Uh, but I just love the brawn coming in and whooping ass because he's like, okay, Raw's got next factor on their team, right? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who pins who in that men's match because it's all superstars, right? You know, maybe Rude and Nakamura and Samoa Joe aren't like at the next tier as everyone else on those teams are, but you know, Shane, Kurt Angle, Triple H, John Cena, it's pretty big superstars on those on those shows. So yeah, it'll be. I don't know who's going to win either. I'm leaning towards Raw winning, because Triple H is on their team, so I'm just leaning towards them winning, but I'm not 100% sure. I think the the quality,
1: I think Raw has a better quality on the men's team. Because, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, Shinsuke, I, I probably sound like a dick saying this, Shinsuke, I think, brings it down, and I think
0: Bobby Roode brings it down. Just because they're newer. Well, Shinsuke is not, but Roode, at least, to the roster yeah. and, and stuff like that. As far as star power, I get it.
1: But then the only advantage I see SmackDown getting is maybe Triple H and Angle don't get on the same page.
0: Right, right. And they
1: start fighting, and then they take advantage of that. I SmackDown see takes that. advantage of
0: that. It'll be interesting. And then the woman's side, I'm, I'm thinking SmackDown's going to win. I, I think Paige is going to be the mystery partner for the replacement for Charlotte. I hope
1: so. I mean, people are saying there's other, maybe Nikki, maybe somebody else, maybe Paige. Or Natalia. just because you know, yeah. just
0: slide right into it. That can happen. But, and then you've got the match that is like a dream match with Lesnar and AJ Styles. Right. Yeah. I hope that give them time and have an actual match. I hope so too. I can see Lesnar winning, which is fine, but it's just, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be awesome. And like my inners level one from meh with him versus Jinder to, oh shit, here we go with AJ Styles. Right. Cause they changed it. Good like I,
1: I think it's a better match, uh, Alexa and Charlotte than Alexa and Natty.
0: We've seen Alexa or we haven't seen Alexa. We've seen Alexa and Natty, right? Or no. Either way, I mean, we definitely... On SmackDown, was, when, we she, de- when Alexa was on SmackDown. We definitely mm-hmm. haven't seen Charlotte and Alexa either. If we have, I, I don't remember. And it's interesting because those are two of the obvious, like, biggest pushed women by right. WWE. And you I got think,
1: the queen and you got the goddess. And I
0: think they both deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like, like normally you guys get pushed and it's like, oh, God, whatever, like, I'm sick of this guy, you know. Yeah. But with Charlotte and Alexa, it's like, yeah... They're at the top, and I heard people, it's funny, if you ever go on a wrestling message board, like, the Alexa Defenders with the Alexa Haters is, like, vicious. It's, no. like incredible. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, then you get the tag titles, which is the bar, Cesaro and Sheamus versus um, Usos.
1: Usos. So, I learned something about Usos. Usos means brother. Yeah, it means US. Yeah, means means bro. Bra. So, I was wondering, like, why do they keep telling everybody oos that's not uso? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if you watch Up Up Down Down, the Man tournaments. He's like, oh, good play, Ooze. Good play, Oos.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a Samoan thing. Yeah. Uh, Baron, I'm glad you know. <laughs> Baron Corbin versus The Miz. I don't it- really like Corbin, but I'm either. looking forward to it. It's interesting because it's a heel versus heel match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the crowd will be rooting for The Miz, I think. I hope so. Uh, and then I'm sure there's a pre-show match with the 205 guys I'm forgetting. And I think that's the card, Something right?
1: Something Pete Dunne and Enzo maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, no, no, they're they're on the NXT show. The, Pete Dunne's on the NXT show okay. the night before. Um, I'm not caught up in NXT at all, so I have no nothing to speak about that. About
1: all I know is the war. I didn't watch NXT yes two days ago, but the one before they're just building the Kyrie Sane and against three other girls, Nikki <laughs> Cross. One of the Iconic, and Ember Moon for the women's title. Okay. War Games matches the um, Authors of Pain with Roderick Strong going against the Undisputed Era um, and Sanity.
0: Yeah, I heard that there's not going to be a roof on the cage and people are pissed. Mm, yeah. The double cage. Right. I mean, I think Triple H's thing was it kind of limits what we can do if there's a roof on the cage with these guys, which I get, but... Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's it's an NXT show. They're trying it. Good for There's
1: two rings. Come on.
0: <laughs> In a cage. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, how are you going to complain about that? Yeah. So awesome uh, build up of wrestling coming up this weekend. Looking forward to it. I think that's it for this week. I'm glad we got to look back at this fun show, this fun Survivor Series show. Uh, I don't know if I'll have a show next week because of the short week. Um, if I do, make try to get Kerry back on because he is going to NXT raw and survivor series and maybe get some, you know, some perspective of his time there um if you're not following him make sure to wwe WWSQ, sqd circle guy on twitter just to see pictures and stuff of the events and all that stuff follow him follow us on twitter at ppw podcast please keep tweeting please keep talking with us it's a lot of fun thank you for all the downloads over the last few episodes thank you to ring skirts for coming on last week make sure to follow him at ring skirts he's got awesome stuff um you could follow Eric too. He's got like thirty followers. What are you at Eric something? Uh, Eric, E R I C mm-hmm. J
1: O N S A N. You don't even know your Twitter handle? No, not really. Uh I almost does even know his Twitter handle? I don't advertise it. <laughs>
0: Let's see if we get Eric find.
1: J-O-H-N-S-A-N. Eric John San. Is that like a pun? Well, my name is Eric John Sanchez, so I was just short. Okay,
0: it. I thought just Eric Johnson. No. Okay eric john j-o-h-n-s-a-n there we go yeah follow me follow him follow my my stupid stuff that i post (laughs) yeah usually pictures of toys etc
1: toys instagram shares that don't really show until you click the link to go to
0: instagram Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right well thanks for coming back eric for talking about this awesome show thanks to everyone for listening and we will see you next week